Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to Come to Your Senses. I am so pleased to be here this week to bring you a delectable little cornucopia of autumnal treasures with the simple pleasures of autumn. Here at Come to Your Senses, we approach pleasure not just as a peak experience or an experience of rest or recovery from hard work or for hard work, but instead an everyday experience of using your senses to be more fully in your body and more fully in your humanness. And for those of you listening who identify with or as feminine, to live more deeply into your feminine nature. And today is no exception, because today we are going to be exploring ways to amplify the pleasure that you receive from everyday experiences in the season of autumn, which is what we are experiencing here. I know that we have listeners all around the world And so you actually might be heading into the warmer months of your season. And regardless of where you are, I hope that this episode helps fill up your witch's cauldron with ways to approach the change of the season that feels engaged and feels in communion with the rhythms of nature, where your inner world gets to line up more beautifully with the change that's happening in the outer world. And in fact, if you are in a part of the world that's going into a warmer season, it's coming to mind now that I have an episode called Summer of Sensual Living, which will drop in the show notes and you might want to check out. 
And where I live in Western North Carolina, in the mountains, is a particularly beauteous place to experience the kaleidoscope of autumn. Personally, in September, when I start to feel that first layer of cool enter the atmosphere, I feel an achy feeling and a lonesome feeling and a fearful feeling about winter. I think it's a vestige of back to school time and the stress and the grief over summer vacation coming to a close. And I know that that's actually true for a lot of people. So many of you out there are S-L-U-T-S for pumpkin spice, (laughs) spelling that out in case there are little ears around. And for some of you, it might inspire feelings that are less comfortable and enjoyable. Personally, I find myself feeling that achy feeling when autumn begins, but then when the wheels start turning and it starts getting going and the pumpkins come out, I am ready to go. And I am so excited because right now in particular, I'm getting to celebrate the season in a very unique way, which is preparing a private retreat for one of my coaching clients. She is coming into town to have a hand-curated luxury personal growth experience. And I want to say, if this particular client is listening, please put on your earmuffs (laughs) or fast forward this for the next minute, because I want to share with our listeners some of the adventures that I have planned, which include hiking and a intentional hike where there is walking with a question and an exercise in mind and where there is a surprise waiting on the trail, where there will be a sensual living scavenger hunt through downtown that includes all sorts of surprises and secret code words and where I plan to get the shopkeepers involved. There will be a assembly of carefully wrapped gifts that pertain to this person's season that she's in in her life, nurturing the seeds of change that she desires and releasing the old, stagnant, no longer useful energies that she's ready to let go of. All of this is combined with embodiment coaching sessions, additional activities like going to the spa together, a luxurious foot soak and foot massage. And I am just so excited. I just cannot, as you can hear me talking, I cannot even contain my enthusiasm. This is truly my gift, is creating beautiful experiences for people, and particularly people who I know really well, as I do with my private clients. And so if this delights your nerve endings and tickles your curiosity. I want to let you know that I have two spots left for new clients to start in Embodied Intelligence in October. And one of the things that I am offering this round is in addition to the $1,000 off early bird savings, there is also when you do the six-month package, a two-hour VIP session. And this is where I send you a package in the mail, and we have a special 
mini retreat just for you. In embodied intelligence coaching, you are creating a relationship with your body rooted in curiosity and trust and reverence. And one of the most powerful ways to crown that commitment is through having an embodied experience where you're not just holding these intentions in your mind, but you're sealing them into your body through your senses. And so if you are curious about what might happen if you allowed the depths of your heart and the quickening in your gut or the knowing in your pelvis have a greater voice and a greater say in how you live your life instead of leaving it simply in the hands of your sometimes frazzled mind. I personally am on the edge of my seat for what that fireworks show would behold. And you can head to embodiedintelligencecoaching.com to explore more about working with me and partnering together as we create a new beginning on the winds of change. And so let us dive in to our gems. And first, I just want to say, I am so incredibly grateful for the listeners of this podcast. I was just musing as I was preparing to come in here and record what a blessing and what an honor and a privilege it is to walk through my life with my eyes attuned to charm and enchantment and everyday sensuality not just for my own practice, but so that I can bring these gems to you. And so if you are a first-time listener or a lifelong listener, your presence deeply honors me and I appreciate you. And so the first gem on the simple pleasures of autumn is one of my favorite simple pleasures. Really, it's what makes my heart tick, if we're being honest, (laughs) which is the pleasure of adornment. Oh, fall fashion. I mean, can you even? And there are certain staples that really excite me when I am planning my wardrobe for fall. One of which is a fall coat. I was once doing a Q&A with my good friend Sandra Burns And she was, she used to have a a blog on minimalism and she was doing a class for my membership at the time on creating a capsule wardrobe that isn't just camel pea coats, Oxford shirts, and dark blue jeans. If you're familiar with capsule wardrobe, a capsule wardrobe is where your pieces are interchangeable and where you can create something like 70 outfits with like seven pieces or something like that. And when Zandra arrived at my Tuscany retreat years ago, she, unlike many of the participants who were lugging heavy suitcases as if they were going on a round-the-world journey... Sandra appeared with a very chic, very petite little duffel bag strapped to her back. And in this conversation with Sandra, one of the things she shared with me that I so cherished 
was the way that she selected her fall coat that year and how she had spent months preparing and clipping certain ideas and meditating on what she wanted in a fall coat and how that coat might match and inspire the woman that she is becoming. And for me, a fall coat is a way to christen the season. There's one that I just, my chops are licking as we speak. It's quite expensive, but you know, a fall coat can actually be a really great investment piece because the way that I wear a fall coat is over basics so that the coat actually becomes my style piece. For example, I can be planning to go to the gym in the late afternoon, but having errands to run earlier in the day. And so I'll put on a pair of black leggings and maybe a long sleeve black top and some jewelry and some little cowboy booties throw on a fall coat and a cloche hat, and you are donezo, ready for the world. And then when it comes time for the gym, I just take the coat and hat off, switch out the booties for sneakers. (laughs) Had to remember what they were called there for a second. Sneakers and your gym ready. Same goes for walking in the woods, wearing a lovely pair of corduroys and maybe some mittens as you clutch a warm beverage. And you can easily transition that coat over a sheath dress later on in the day and swap out whatever you're wearing on your feet for some goldenrod suede block heel pumps. Fall coats, also because we wear them less than we do our winter coats, will last a really long time. So fall coat, highly recommend. It can also sometimes double for spring. The one that I'm personally looking at has a detachable kind of Mongolian fur collar, faux fur collar. And so I could easily remove that and have it be a early spring coat as well. The next fall fashion accessory that I highly recommend is a hat. A hat is also one of those pieces that can take you from the picture of basic to the embodiment of chic at a moment's notice. Just last night, I went out dancing, which is, if you listened to the previous episode, my new obsession. And I was wearing this short white cotton dress with my little cowboy booties and a denim jacket and a pink scarf. And then I threw on my oatmeal Stetson hat. And suddenly, The whole outfit changed. I felt powerful. I felt daring and I felt unique. It takes a lot of courage and boldness to wear a hat because these days wearing a hat is uncommon. And so in autumn, I love to wear cloche hats. I love to wear berets. I love to wear Stetson style hats, like a Western style hat, and particularly with a fall coat. It is a magical pairing. And then the last piece on autumn style that I want to share with you is that one of my go-tos around the cooler months is cowboy boots. 
actually cowboy boots are really kind of in right now. And you can find some pretty affordable pairs at, you know, usually it's like you have to go to a specialty store in order to get a pair of like legit cowboy boots. But I've noticed some more mainstream brands having them and especially with different patterns and different colors. And what I love about cowboy boots is or cowgirl boots, depending on which style you wear, is that they're super durable. They instantly sex up an outfit. Cowboy boots are, again, they have that energy of adventure and power and almost like a mischievousness. And so when you're wearing, say, a short dress with tights, Of course, a simple black or brown boot would be a great pairing, but cowboy boots can also be a fabulous way to spice up your outfit. And it's great because in the warmer weather, sometimes shoes can be a little drab and boring, and cowboy boots certainly contain quite a bit of pizzazz. Also, Chelsea boots, which are those slip-on type of boots that are usually a little shorter and have kind of like an elastic band woven through them. Those can be great with like a pair of jeans and a vest, like a puffy vest or a faux fur vest. Endless possibilities, my loves. Throw a hat on that sucker and you are ready for action. The next gem in the simple pleasures of autumn, and I want to say that I'm not really going into Yankee Candle, Pumpkin Spice kind of simple pleasures, you know, and then of course we have things like crunching leaves and all of those things. To me, those things are a little more obvious. What I'm sharing with you today are simple pleasures that are a little less common. And so the next simple pleasure of autumn is to gift yourself a fabulous pair of sheets. I have a friend who every autumn gifts herself a luxurious pair of sheets, flannel sheets to get herself excited about winter. And that's the thing is some of the things I'm sharing with you today as here in the U.S., we move into some of the colder months, there can be a sense of dread. But there are these simple pleasures and simple comforts that can actually get you excited. So having a fabulous pair of sheets, having a fabulous lotion that you love, Personally, I love the brand EO. You can buy it at pretty much any health food store. I've also seen it at major supermarkets. It's a very ethically, environmentally responsible company, very healthy ingredients for your skin. And of course, in the wintertime and in the cooler months is where our skin naturally starts to lose its moisture. So having a nice, delicious body cream, if you have drier skin, especially after an exfoliation or a dry body brush. I also, if you like a a more lotion-y feel, but need a little kind of extra punch, you can add a few drops of sweet almond or jojoba oil, or even some coconut oil from your pantry into your hand as you mix the cream or the lotion to get that extra seal of nourishment. The next gem is the simple pleasures of a visit to the farmer's market. This has become one of my rituals on the weekends, 
Actually, next week, I'm going to be recording an episode called Scrumptious Sundays. And this is a episode all about how to make your weekends really nourishing and really delicious. And one of my weekend rituals is on Saturday mornings to get up early and go to the farmer's market. And some of the things that I buy are handmade pastas and flowers when I want to treat myself, cheeses. I love to buy eggs at the farmer's market when I can. And especially in autumn, one of my favorite ways to nourish myself during the week is with a big fat pan of roasted root vegetables, beets, golden beets, parsnips, butternut squash, acorn squash, delicata squash. (laughs) The possibilities are endless. And when seasoned with and the beautiful olive oil, some salt and pepper, some fresh thyme from the garden. These make such a delicious addition to your plate. They are packed with nutrients and fiber. And personally, I love to just keep this dish in the fridge for snack times, for dressing my salads, for pairing with some sort of meat in the evening, because it really satisfies that sweetness also the starchiness and the vegetable element of your plate. So go team root vegetables. The final gem that I want to offer you today is also a taste related gem. And that is the joy and delight of an impromptu crumble in 2020. Like many people, I got really into cooking And as the summer of 2020 started to wind down was when I first purchased my home. And I remember when I moved into the home, being so excited because my whole life I had kind of loathed and resented cooking and felt really inept in the kitchen. And suddenly one night I thought to myself after dinner, what if I just make a spontaneous crumble? (laughs) I had apples, I had almond flour, I had butter, I had sugar, I had oats, I had cinnamon. And the great thing about a crumble, or what are the other names for crumble? Strudel? No, I think that's a little bit different. Anyway, you get the picture, is that the ingredients are so basic, and you pretty much just blend the dry ingredients in a bowl, layer some fruit like berries or apples or pears in the pan and set it to bake and you're good to go. And I love matching my crumble, my autumn crumble with a little fresh whipped cream, heavy cream. So I try to, in the warmer months, always keep a little tiny carton of heavy cream in the fridge because you never know when you're going to need it. And if you really want to go for it, you can sprinkle a little nutmeg or shave a little nutmeg with a microblade onto your crumble for extra seasonal delight. And so my loves, thank you so much for listening to today's episode that concludes our gems. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you in a review on iTunes or in a five-star rating on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast 
or even better, if you feel moved to share this episode with a friend, that would honor and delight me greatly. If you feel drawn to embodied intelligence coaching, once again, there are two spots left for new clients in October. This may be the last time I'm accepting new clients for the year. My schedule opens when I have vacancies in my client register, and I only work with a small handful of clients at a time so that I can give you deeply personalized, fully immersive attention and connection. And so if you'd like more information about that and to schedule a pre-coaching call with me, head to embodiedintelligencecoaching.com. The link for that will be in the show notes. Thank you again so much for listening. Blowing you a cinnamon autumnal kiss. See you next time. For coaching, classes, and community in creating a lifestyle of embodiment, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free video series on how to reduce anxiety and intercept the stress response through powerful, confident body language. Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence to watch your first video 